Hey everyone, great show today. We discussed the upcoming Jito airdrop on Solana and how people are racking up a $5,000 check and what to expect from that token with it being listed on Binance and Coinbase right out of the gate. We also talked to Kix about his uh, take on the recent crypto gaming bull run and what his bear versus bull case is for 2024. And lastly, we talked about some upcoming mints on ordinals and what you should expect from those going forward. Thanks again and enjoy. Enjoy the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We got a kick-ass show uh, coming up for you guys today. We're breaking down the upcoming Jito airdrop and why the hell that's being listed on Coinbase right away. And I believe Binance. And then we're breaking down all things December and 2024 with the one and only kicks. Uh, before, just to get ahead of uh, the commentary. Yes, I'm at P.O.'s. I'm uh, dog sitting Sapphire. Uh, who was just hanging out right here. I had to take her out today. She's kind of rambunctious, dude. And she's a strong dog. Like, dude, don't say up. that. Don't say that. She's well-behaved. <laughs> dude, well -behaved. I have a I have a beagle at my parents' place. My parents have, have beagles that are, like, pretty small, like, you know, 25, 30 pounds. Dude, Sapphire's, like, straight up jacked. <laughs> like, she doesn't play around. Dude. Oh, yeah. Like trying to walk around a gym bro on steroids, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, easy, man. Uh, so you were at Art Basel. Was that day one yesterday? It was day day one. Yes. How was it? It was. It was good, dude. The NFT Now event, banger, like absolute banger. They had a Dustin Yellen piece. I believe that's his name. And let me just double check. Yeah, Dustin Yellen, five hundred thousand dollar piece. It's this like, I don't know how to describe this thing, but it was like this giant case, and it had like flowers in it. It made up a human. It was $500,000. And of course, my first intrusive thought is, what would happen if I push this over? Like, would it break? You know, it's just, just a giant statue. And uh, I said it out loud, not really thinking. And the person next to me just goes, dude, it's 3,000 pounds. You can't. So of course, the next intrusive thought is, is that a challenge? I didn't try it. <laughs> I didn't try it. But the intrusive thoughts almost the one. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. So I was like, damn, okay, uh, this is pretty crazy pretty crazy um but overall man really good events shout out the bing bong crew which is like shiv gg sunny some others as well raj and a bunch of those people they always show up to these events and they're just absolute bangers absolute bangers really good event they had a pudgy penguin claw machine they gave away a thousand dollars to whoever won uh galactica so some really good stuff i went to the artifact event too it was at the new soho house that one artifact don't hate me kind of mid kind of hey mid. I'm not gonna lie kind of mid um but I think it was because it was also alongside uh, Sense, which is like a well-known clothing brand. And that to me was kind of tough because you're like kind of competing for audience there. Overall, though, really good first day. I'm excited for today. I want to stop by the Rug Radio House. I want to stop by some other stuff, but I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I you you look tired. Yeah, dude. I feel like shit. I'm not going to lie. I feel like you last week after the post red eye, you know, like we're just we're just going back and forth here. But nah. Good time. I'm happy Basil's here, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm excited for Sunday when it ends. Hey, Clemente, did you see the picture of him? He did not look like he was having fun. Oh, the, the little 360 <laughs> thing of easy? <clears throat> he was the least happy person at the party. <laughs> Bunny Dude, literally texts me and goes, you look depressed. Everyone, hold on, I'm going to pin this up for everyone so they can see it as well. But everyone was like dressed up in like nice clothes. <laughs> like, easy's just in like a flannel. Yeah, what's the issue? <laughs> like clubbing, everyone's wearing like clubbing stuff at this bing bong event, and Easy just pulls up in a flannel, just doesn't give a damn. 
<laughs> fuck you look like? Um, <laughs> uh, real quick, He's at the barn party. <laughs> Dude, somebody last night said, you look like you're from Wisconsin. I was like, what? Well, like, well, I mean that in all, the nicest way ever. They were like, I mean that in the nicest way ever. You're not like these other crypto people wearing off-white. You can't off-white. possibly mean that in a nice way. Dude, that's what I said. They were like, you're just yourself. I was like, I'm not from Wisconsin. Yeah. Easy. Here's the thing, though. Flannel's coming in. You're ahead of the trend. Like that's, oh, it was that 55 degrees like, last night. Do you know how water. cold that is down here? That's like 30. Yeah, I, dude, I'm not. Uh, you're, it was cold here. I'm, I'm, you're that's bragging crazy. about how Miami's supposed to be warm. I'm going to get there. It's going to be freezing cold. I don't know what the hell is going it's gonna on It's going to be today. 80 on Sunday, but decided to be 50 during this. <laughs> um, real quick, guys, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to today's Bodago of the day, Greek Degen Queen. Oh, shout out to uh, GDQ. Uh, she got so check this out. She got her account suspended uh, like two months ago for farming meme coin. Uh, so she's been st- starting her account from from scratch, but uh, she's been absolutely crushing it. She's like the biggest uh, Bodagos. Uh, community member supporter just always retweeting everything uh always in uh the discord supporting the crew um and have been welcoming some people we're getting like a bodago's migration in terms of pfps uh i'm waiting for bunny and kicks to switch it over to a uh bodago but uh regardless i'm gonna pin up a tweet from greek dj queen guys give her a follow uh she's been crushing it from the bodago's community point of view uh Hell yeah. Bunny, when are you going to switch to a Pepe Bodago? Ah, soon. Maybe soon. Bunny and I, I we may I top signal it, it, though. Yeah, we don't want to top signal yeah, I don't, it. I, exactly. I don't want to jinx it, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have a, um, a little bit of a problem, and I'm just in this really bad – real quick, before we get started, I, I have a, like a negative streak of like six in a row where everything I buy – it has been a top signal and I like can't avoid it, dude. I crushed uh, October and, no- and halfway through November. And then ever since literally everything I buy just instantly goes in the red. It's That's how bullshit, the game works, frankly. Sucks. Yeah. And, but the problem now is, is then everyone starts talking about it and it's like everything I buy people are like, Oh, this is the top. Like, I really feel like Nick. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's something I'm dealing with. And dude, I just nothing's put worse than being publicly labeled a top signal. Like you're just like, yeah. like you're like, oh, I bought this, and everyone's like, perfect. I just unloaded my bag. I'm out of my position. Thank you, Clemente. Means the world, man. Yeah, hey, um, Clemente. I think you got. I think you got good eyes, bud. Uh, like especially. Bud is crazy. <laughs> bud is crazy. All right, pal. I think you're doing great. When you were back, little little guy. Hey, little champ. <laughs> All right, chief. Sport. <laughs> Sport You're, is crazy. I, I think what happened, you were you were killing it just with your own vibes and signals, and then you started picking like consensus Twitter picks, like consensus mm. Twitter feed picks. Like everyone on the Twitter feed is talking about this consensus pick, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna hop in that. You got to go back to your roots, just believe in yourself, trust in yourself. You know? It, it well, a and I used to just not tweet out about my. Uh, I've been in the last month or so, I've been trying to be more more active on Twitter and tweet more. Um, and with that, I've been, you know, tweeting some of my buys and that's been part of the problem too, is people. And also if you're trying to make too many picks, I I'm over trading a lot and we'll get this, we'll talk about this in the weather report, but I literally, those sugar town auras that I sold literally since I sold, I've done a two X, uh, after beanie swept a hundred of them. Uh, it was beanie. Uh, well, I don't want to spoil the weather report, but, uh, kicks whenever you're ready. Let's, uh, let's get this weather report going. Let's take it away. 
Tune up the music right here for you, Coach. Today is Thursday, December 7th. Market volume coming in hot, 28.7 million. We have Blur at 22, OpenSea 5.5, Solana 5.2. Hey, yo. Looking over at the leaders, it was right across the board once again. Budget Penguins down 6%. Board Apes, Suzuki, D Gods all down 3%. But we got some movers. We got Sugartown Ores up 47%. Shrapnel Operators up another 20%. Rug Radio, Genesis NFT up 30%. They're doing hot. Sproto Gremlins down 17%. Shit pick. Picks. Over the past 24 hours, gaming season continues. As we said, Sugartown Aura is cooking. Beanie swept 100 of them overnight. Looks like Beanie's defrosted and back in the market. The highly anticipated gaming token portal coin received a little backlash after uh, announcing Jamie King as an advisor, marketing him as a Rockstars Games co-founder, despite him leaving the company over 15 years ago. Despite this, people still liking Portal Coin. It's, it's a hot coin. It's popular. They got a lot of connections, airdrop farming mechanisms, and more partnerships on the way. Looking over at Ordinals, Sotheby's has launched its first ever Ordinals auction, starting with three Bitcoin shrooms available to the public for the first time. The auctions are open until December 13th. Already at a hot start, leading bid 50K. No big deal. Sheesh. Lastly, it's airdrop season once again on Solana. The Gito token will become claimable today starting at 11 a.m. for eligible users. Coinbase also announced they support trading for the token right as it debuts, with many having high expectations for the token. Meanwhile, Solana meme coin Bonk, which was airdrop to users almost one year ago, is up another 20% to another all-time high. That's nearing a fully diluted market cap of $1 billion. That's it for the weather report. Back to you in the studio. Phenomenal weather report, uh, Kicks. Thanks for, for sharing. I want to did... So, real quick, easy. Is Bonk uh, has a bigger market cap than Pepe? No? Mm -hmm. What the That's hell is going on here? It flipped Pepe? I think so. <laughs> it... it Pepe has a, a market cap of six hundred million, uh, fully diluted. Uh, Bonk has a bigger market cap. Why the hell did I buy Pepe? What the Nature's hell is healing, this? dude? So Nature's okay, healing. well, I just made a ter another terrible play. Uh, but thanks for that weather report, kicks. Uh, some other stories from the Nifty Daily Digest. It's pinned up top. If you want to go check it out, uh, Artifact announced a collaboration with Ledger. And it features a limited edition $869 collector edition and a $230 chalk blade edition. Uh, easy. Did you see any of this during the Art Basel event? They look kind of cool, but some but it received some mixed reviews on. Uh, yeah, so on both were media. there. Both were there in these cases. They had a pair of the Marikami Dunks. They had a pair of the black and red artifact sneakers as well. That top one was the one that I thought was pretty cool in person. It's bulky. This thing's bulky as shit, but it was pretty cool to see. I was like, made me kind of want one because it just looks fancy. Would I ever use it? Lose, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that was kind of the tough part. Um, I, I will say I saw multiple people wearing ledger necklaces last night at the ledger artifact event. Yeah. With their ledgers and on their necklace? The ledger was the necklace, and I did ask them if they had anything on it, and they all said no. Do I believe them? No. But they had them. The hats, they have the hat with the little pocket. I mean, that's safe. Yeah, that was a uh, fuck render's hat. Yeah. Fuck render's hat, I believe. I believe. Oh, well, yeah. super glue on that thing. No one will rip it off you. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Next, next story, uh, Gordon. Wait, wait, wait. You can't go on to the next story, dude. All right. Why next, is he here? Oh, gosh. Nick's here. 
Who invited him? Did you actually see someone wearing a ledger necklace? Multiple people. More than one. Did you smack each of them in the face? <laughs> Nick, come no, on. He's right. This was a professional event. Okay, so did you smack each of them in the face? You're doing them a service. No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I did not smack a person I've never met before in the face <laughs> for high fashion. Do you think that they worked at Ledger? No, I know for a fact they did not work at Ledger. Were they paid by Ledger? Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go Good back chance. to your poop, Nick. Nick, uh, Nick has been working out before the show. Nick, how was uh, that? Where he is right now? Is that why he's not on video? Nick? No, I was told not to come on the show today. I told oh. Nick uh, we we have too much star power on the show today. Um, and that, that, that Nick will one hundred percent show up if you say something like that. That just went <laughs> right into Nick. It Nick flames not, the fire. It'd have been like no one's really on today. You, so, made, you yeah. made me uh, like yeah. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, kicks it. It's gonna backfire. <laughs> well, Nick, you're well, you're welcome to come on. I wanted to save you for for tomorrow because I want to do a special. Uh, segment with you that i was i was planning nick only episode oh just clemente nick and nick just there yeah we can I do a little like nick this. at night and as everybody knows i get tired of contributing to the show <laughs> uh, anyways moving on uh the next story is gordon goner amongst other tweets and highlights uh, one of the big things that i i enjoyed or i thought was notable is that uh he was he tweeted that until we solve creator royalties on on eth uh, I don't see the space exploding again outside of fine art and partially centralized gaming ecosystems. Uh, this went on to uh, with him then having a little back and forth with uh, the one and only Gabe Layden. Uh, <clears throat> Kicks, did you see that? Yeah, saw this morning. Like one of the first things I saw when I woke up. Like hot damn, it's a Friday for you, or what's it? Today's Thursday. That's a Thursday for you. Close enough. Yeah. Yo. Uh... I, I DM'd Gordon to let him know that we solved uh, the royalty problem. You told mm. him Solana? Yeah, yeah, I just let him know. Uh, all right, rightfully so. Well, we'll see what they end up rolling out with Magic Eden. I know uh, um, Gabe Layden was basically like, yo, we've been working with Magic Eden for this. I don't know if it's going to be they actually well, end up working with each their other. Their contract. But- it is confirmed their contract. When you're talking about Gabe Layden mentioned that he was working with that, are you talking about when he got absolutely bodied and became a copy pasta? Yes. The and and ladies and gentlemen, for you, for anyone that doesn't know what we're referring to, uh, Gabe Layden basically responded. They had a little back and forth, and Gabe was like, "Hey, you guys are going to be using our contract. We're excited for you guys to enforce royalties again." Gordon Goner goes, "Gotcha. You're the guy who was relentlessly mocking our CEO when we brought him on and mocking his headshot, right?" Gee, I wonder why nobody takes you seriously. Good luck with the next Super Bowl ad. And ratio the absolute living daylights out of Gabe Layden. Uh, Bunny, how do you feel about your uh, your your founder uh, doing this? Uh, dude, I, I feel great. I feel like Gabe Layden is like universally disliked within the Web3 space for the most part. And like, I don't know. It was good to watch about it. Gordon's like new role as just like Yuga ship poster. I feel like he fits it perfectly. The the thing nobody's talking about is that he said, you know, he said he's got some ideas, but he and he's not sure what he's. It almost looks like he's going to maybe pivot away some of his focus from Yuga. Pivot to AI um, will be expected. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next story, uh, we had the JP Morgan 
CEO uh, basically saying that if he were the government, he would close down crypto. I don't even know what that means, but that's the JP Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon. Uh, the only thing that I was that I wanted to note here was I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you guys have any notes on this set. Basically, the difference between JP Morgan and BlackRock, how they're approaching uh, crypto. Easy, any notes on this? Uh, personally, I saw, I just think they want a better entry. Like, I think that's literally what it is. It's like, you can't just shut down. It's not really how it works. Uh, you can't just be like, turn it off. Um, so I think they just want a better entry. That's all it really is. I wasn't terribly surprised to see the comments. Clearly, you just lack the understanding of it. I, and go ahead, Nick. I, I completely <laughs> agree. This seemed like a note, like he was literally basically saying this in front of Congress and then placing the buy order. Uh, like having his team being like, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to come out and say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get a pullback. Get, this is your last entry opportunity. Oh, well, yeah. And, and uh, he noted, I believe the, the big thing he said was cr criminal activity uh, is the biggest thing. Crypto Money laundering, doing. criminal activity, and drug trafficking, which is like the general consensus. The new FUD is that Bitcoin uses as much water as a pool. That's my favorite one. <laughs> well, I, I don't agree. really know it, but okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind them. I wouldn't mind a, a little bit of a lower entry. I've been FOMOing into a Solana for the last month or so. I converted another. By, by the way, Jamie Dimon wants to talk about criminal activity. There were 20 tons of cocaine found on a JP Morgan uh, Chase cargo oh, ship, like not that long, a couple of years ago. I forget. What, what I, I saw that story going around. It, is that real? Yeah. yeah. They, just, yeah. they just brushed it under the rug. It was from like 2018 or 2019. But it's a it's a real story. I I think so, that. Oh, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. No, no, no go you ahead. go ahead. Man. What what was their involvement in this boat? Like, I'm trying to understand. Like, what was they the owned the boat? Now? They owned it. Okay, was someone like borrowing it from them and leasing it? Probably. Okay, uh, I'm sure they're not in the shipping business. <laughs> That's the thing I was trying to figure out. It's, I, I was like. Do they now accept cocaine as valid at like form of collateral? Uh, well, we'll see. We'll we'll have to have uh, Jamie Diamond we'll, we'll on the see show. If they, if they allow cocaine as collateral, Clemente. We're going to launch a formal investigation, um, and we're going to see if they're okay with doing that, and then we'll we'll solve this on our own. Nick? You, you said something else, Clemente, and this is what I want to know. So I found a little bit of money hunt, uh, hidden under the rug, and by a little money, I mean a significant amount. And I want to add to my crypto bags here. And uh, you were just talking about an entry price. Do I just need to suck it up and go in here easy? Uh, I would, yeah. We're going higher. There's like no hesitation in my thought process here. We're going higher. Like, soul is, dude, soul break over well, 70. 75 target right now. It's going over 75. Moving okay. goalposts here. We got AVAX. I think AVAX pushes 35 to 40 area. I think Seoul actually has some serious potential to consolidate over 75 right now. The charts look bullish. The thesis right now is bullish. A lot of liquidity, especially on alts right now. Bitcoin dominance seems to be a little bit topish. It wouldn't shock me if alts have like a, a nice little rally here going through Christmas. And um, I'm adding right now. Well, okay, when I tell you to buy it, you don't me. That's bullshit. <laughs> Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Just to like wrap up the you know Jamie Dimon thing, I, I've come to accept that I think that like trying to convince people over the age of sixty um, that like you know crypto is legitimate in the future, it's just kind of like a 
wasted waste of time. I mean, there's some cool grandpas and grandmas out there that get it, but like, you know, uh, do you think people that were like building the internet in the late nineties, early two thousands, like spent a lot of their energy trying to convince people over the age of 60 that it made sense? You go back, you read all the news articles from the late nineties, early two thousands. People are saying like the internet's a fad, like Amazon doesn't make any sense, right? Like it, you're just not, when we're 60, we're going to be fading some of the new stuff. It's just part Neuralink. of it. We'll be right? fading Neuralink at 60. Yeah. Jamie Diamond's 67 years old. Like, you know, you'll probably retire in three or four years. They'll get someone in that like understands uh, what the future looks like. So. Yeah. And the only other thing I wanted to note there is a, uh, we had, uh, on the Bitcoin show, we had this, we talked a little bit about Argentina's latest election and basically how Argentina's ha has a really big young population. And basically this recent libertarian guy that won has been one of the most recent young voting dominant uh, wins uh, and how that's going to happen more often. So I'm excited to see that. The only other thing is I watched uh, Laura Shin's interview with, uh, I believe it's the Solana co-founder. I don't know. What yeah, I saw that too. I what thought was it was it? a great interview. And, and one of the yeah. things that he compared uh, uh, Anatoly, Anatoly yeah, Yakovenko. Uh, Nick, basically, he was quoted in this, in this uh, podcast comparing Ethereum and Solana. And he compared Solana. He, he basically called Solana Windows 2000 and Ethereum went to Windows 1995 and the difference in technology that they're trying to push there. Uh, I don't know. Overall, I thought it was a great, great conversation. I understood like half of it, uh, but mm -hmm. I would recommend anyone to check that out and I'll pin it up at the top. Uh, just finishing off these stories from the Nifty Daily Digest, we had Phantom announcing that they are integrating with Sharkify. So you can now directly from your wallet borrow against your NFT. Uh, in just a few clicks, which is super exciting. Fan, I'm just continuing to build things out. They're a partner of ours. They're the official wallet partner of Bodago. So you can go download your Phantom wallet at phantom.app and you can import your wallet directly from there. And they've bridged over $4 million in ETH to Solana in the last three weeks that they've launched with their cross-chain swapper. Uh, last story, we have ETH, Ben.ETH and all of his associated badge accounts were banned overnight on Twitter. Uh, not too surprised here. Uh, Bunny, I know you're the you're the DGen, senior DGen correspondent. Uh, any notes here? Right. Well, they were like, the, 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 that's like a whole scam with this Welcome to Blitz thing. It's like they were like selling access to the affiliate badge. And like, Elon's certainly not going to let you make more money off the affiliate badge that he's fucking making. Right? I mean, like, that's a no-brainer, dude. Like, you're like asking to get suspended. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm too terribly surprised. I muted this guy a while ago. Um, and there was also been, scam accounts that were getting the affiliate badge and running ads against it to try to get people to click like airdrops and like wallet trainers. So it's not like terribly surprising. Like they were letting anybody get the affiliate badge. I'm sorry, I've seen some comments saying that I'm am I okay because I don't Anat I don't know Anatoly's name. Uh you're not deep enough in the trenches, my friend. I'm getting there. I'm getting in the trenches. Uh, easy. I've been basically selling off my ETH bag like there's no tomorrow and just buying Solana after Solana. I did, I did buy some Pepe, uh, which has just been a terrible decision. Uh, not only because I just destroyed myself in gas fees, I FOMO'd it. No, we're not getting into this. Uh, let's get started. Anyways, um, uh, real quick, I wanted to cover very quickly uh, the Rockstar Games situation because we briefly covered it on the show yesterday. There was a little bit of a controversy that came with it. And uh, a commenter called uh, the show immature, a creeps holder for bringing this up and calling it not a win for Portal Coin. 
Uh, Kicks, you're pr- you're very plugged into the gaming ecosystem, Rockstar Games. I'm assuming. Uh, any takeaways from this game, Jamie King story, or was it a nothing burger for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, like uh, advisory boards, right? Like they're not like uh, C level executives, right? Like you know, an advisory board. Maybe you're meeting with these people once a month and kind of laying out what you're working on, and they're going to give you advice. They're going to open up uh, your network, right? Um, so like having smart people on your advisory board, I think is, I think is great. Um, I don't, I really don't think it's going to, you know, make or break it at the end of the day. I mean, um, I think, uh, what portal's trying to do is, is very ambitious. Um, and if it works out, um, they will be one of the biggest projects in crypto because it's an ambitious thing that they're trying to, uh, tackle. Uh, but when you're, when you're going for something that big, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of, you know, execution risk. Um, building a wallet's not easy, right? Um, it building an, uh, uh, that, that's the fundamental layer, right? That's the base kind of layer. That's the, that's the thing you want the most security around, right? So you're going to, you need very, very smart people. If you look at, for example, like I'm a big fan of Privy, right? If you look at their, their co-founders, right? Their CTO, like went to Cornell for machine learning and computer science, right? Their CEO, went to Stanford for a master's in computer science, right? This is very technical stuff. Um, And they're trying to solve for that. And they're also trying to solve for marketing and distribution, right? So they're saying like, not only do we want to make a very easy to use wallet, we want to bring the players through the wallet to the games. Um, And if they pull that off, that's absolutely massive, right? Um, And I, I try to stay emotionally like, you know, neutral on these things. You can love or hate. You can hate their marketing stuff, but hey, they're not the only ones to do it. Meme coin did it, right? There's plenty of people that do growth hacking strategies on Twitter. Um, I'm not, I'm not airdrop farming it. I'm not participating in the private sale. If it if it comes out on secondary and I think there's a good risk reward, you know, I'll definitely jump in. But um, yeah, it's an ambitious project. It's it really is. Like this isn't like a, we're building a game. This is like we're trying to build the distribution network layer that, you know, connects millions, tens of millions of players to these games. But if they pull it off, it's going to be, you know, absolutely massive for sure. So, um, you know, I think uh, I'm just going to watch from the sidelines and, and see how it all goes down. Uh, gr- great take. And I appreciate the context. Uh, easy. Is it fully confirmed that portal coin or that basically creeps holders are going to get an allocation of this portal coin or has that just not, basically not fully been confirmed. implied? Got it. Yeah, it's an implication, which I think happens. I would say it's like a 99.8969% chance of being a yes. 99.6942% that it occurs. Yeah. How much of that do you think is priced into creeps right now? Just for context, percent ran up all the way up to 2.9 ETH during the peak kind of portal uh, announcement stuff that went on, uh, or basically when they announced the portal farming. Uh, they've since dropped to 2.07. Uh, easy do you think this is basically what i'm saying is once if and when portal coin goes hey creeps holders are going to get x amount of portal coin in a pre-sale or whatever that or airdrop do you think that could cause a spike in price what do you think of creeps here at 2.07 i do think they run as soon as the proper allocation comes out but other than that i think that everything else is basically priced in yeah and this could be a long activation you don't know it could be six months right like Um, maybe this portal coin drops in december of next year we genuinely have no context of it. And like some people are happy about it. Some are upset. There's a lot of stuff going on right now with it. 
The big thing too is like Nick even brought it up when we were looking at the portal coin leaderboard. There's people with a million points already. So I was at like 20,000. I was like, oh, this is dumb. What am it, I doing? It's, it, was, it was even beyond a million. I feel like it was like 25 million. It was some ludicrous number. And I'm like, how did they even get here in a matter of like two days? Like it just seemed uh, pretty absurd. I, we asked Tenacious how much he has. I mean, that guy's literally committed his life at this point um, to, to portal coin. So uh, I, I think it's uh, frankly like the, the whole spamming thing, are they going to have you keep spamming for the next like six months? It, it, just, it just seems kind of ridiculous. Well, shout out to Tenacious. He is the, num- according to this tweet, he is the number nine portal farmer. Let's go. God damn. 22 million points. We were talking shit because for context, guys, uh, we were looking at a portal coins announcement yesterday. And basically, uh, we saw 25 to 30 replies from Tenacious just farming the living daylights out of the points. He's in the comments right now. Uh, hell, he's probably going to make a shit ton of money from this airdrop. Um, but shout out to you, Tenacious, just uh, really going for it and probably just this guy shoot. This guy, Judo, has a crazy lead on everybody. I know. I, yeah, uh, I'm sure that's super I'm sure that's super legit, considering I've never heard of that guy in my life. I know two people on this list. I know Tenacious ETH, and I know Otto Suwen. I, got, I know NFC. I got a ton of, yeah, I got a ton of respect for um, Tenacious. Um, you know, here's the thing at the end of the day. People want to farm something. Like, you know, fucking farm it. You don't like it. You can mute it. People can unfollow you, follow you, whatever. I'm not an airdrop farmer. I'm not an airdrop farmer, even when it comes to other things, like where you swap shit around chains and all that shit. It's just just not my area of expertise. But, you know, what happened to the old days of airdrops when they was just like they gave it to you for something you used and you didn't even know you were farming, right? Like that was the good old days. It looks right. Like like pure like, uh, you know. Like just off of like you didn't have to do anything. Just pure, that was my favorite, you know. Right. Just like hey, you know, you 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 uh you grinded NFTs, therefore you get this for free. That's yeah. Really well, speaking of airdrops, we have the Jito, the JTO airdrop coming today at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to be. Correct me if I'm wrong, Easy. This is going to be listed on both Coinbase and Binance right from the start. What do we need to know about this? What are your expectations for it? If you staked one Solana to Jito. A singular Solana, you got five thousand United States dollars. One singular Solana was the lowest tier, and I think right now it's four thousand nine hundred eighty dollars. I'm just saying, one of the people on stage right now, out of the four of us on camera, brought this up six months ago and said Gito's going to be doing an airdrop. I said it. I said you should be farming all of it. You never told us to do this. Stop. No, you didn't tell shit. <laughs> There's no way you're gonna try to do that today. Dude, I literally have a YouTube video talking about liquid staking on Gito and the potential airdrop that's coming. I'm on wax. Okay, but that's different. So you have a YouTube on liquid staking. Well, liquid staking. It was all airdrop farming on Solana with eight other projects, and then I tweeted about it for the following three days. Someone literally messaged me yesterday and said you paid for my Christmas with your your airdrop. Well, you didn't pay for mine. I'll tell you, I didn't stake shit. Yeah, because your ass was still buying Ethereum shit and dumping it for a loss. You didn't say it on this show, though. You're like the the fact that you made a video about it. Great, but I'm sorry, saying, Nick, like, you never asked, okay? And when I would well, talk about it, you chimed in. So easy, you know what, what you need to be doing. About easy. Here's what here's what I need. 
is I don't do, I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos. I need you to basically record. I need subway surfers in the bottom half of the screen, you talking above and then you talking about staking uh, whatever I needed to do for this Gito airdrop. That's what I need. Subway surfers. I don't do long form and I need captions. I need like sound effects and then I'll start doing this stuff. So that's just a content recommendation. I love it. You know There's how they do stuff. bonuses at the end of the year at some companies? Is this company, the number of airdrops I don't get, it's, it's a deduction from easy. So he's getting a negative bonus this year. Uh, so Nick, there's actually a text message between us where you said, where can I stake Solana? And I said, you can use Soulblaze. I use Soulblaze, Gito, or MarginFi. That was like a month ago then. And you would have qualified. Yeah, but you, you said, said, you said okay, Nick, well, you, if, if you said I use Soulblaze, why would Nick use a different staking platform? And <laughs> I use Soulblaze, but you can use this other one. Exactly. I'm just saying, there's options here. You got a DYOR. Listen, <laughs> okay. good, so, good luck on the so, Super Bowl ad, Nick. Just acknowledge then that you didn't actually tell us to go like on this show because no one in the audience either did the staking action and we're all now pissed at you i'll tell you what there's one guy yeah. out there get your money up not your funny up video had you know straight wrist brace carpal tunnel that sibled the shit out of this thing and just made like a quarter million dollars there's someone out there dude at this rate easy's gonna be paying for everyone's christmas bonuses not the, not the oh, other shout way out around. 3770 crypto for nfts easy mentioned Gito, put it on wax but you, you, you also you you that's, share so much long. stuff, Easy, that it's like drinking out of a fire hose. Uh, people, <laughs> Groovy T said, Easy always coming in with the hindsight alpha captains. He's talking about buying bond, whatever. Uh, it right, is. So like, don't don't call hindsight alpha on captains because there was I didn't text you because I know that like the way your money's situated, a little expensive for you. But I personally texted Nick and Pio and said, buy a captain's financial advice. This is crazy. I'm getting disrespected on the show left and right. We also have Cold Labs who called me out earlier for not knowing Anatoly's name. He goes, of course you didn't get the Gito airdrop. You don't even know Anatoly's name. No shit. So this is just a crazy amount of disrespect. Uh, but anyways, I want to get started with the meat and potatoes of this show, which is uh, Kicks and I were scheming up some things uh, recently. But I want to start, Kicks with this recent gaming pump. And I want to preface it with... Over the last 30 days, gaming tokens have just been on a monster, monster tear. We have Shrap up 270%, Superverse up 540%. The Prime token, which I know you have, is up 125%. And AVAX, AVAX is up 100% in the last 30 days. So from my perspective, and I think a lot of people, Kicks, are sitting on the sidelines right now, or maybe feeling underexposed. And are saying, hey, this already has ran so much. How much more room does it have to run from here? So I'm curious, A, what your overall takeaways are from the recent price action and possibly what you expect the, the bull case versus bear case to be going forward. Yeah, totally, man. Um, it, it's been wild. These last 30 days have been insane. You know, like even me, like, you know, feeling like foam. I mean, it's not just the ones you mentioned, right? Like big time went to the absolute moon over the past couple of days. Uh, Beam, which is a uh, AVAX subnet um, gaming publisher, behind uh, Merit Circles behind it, they're now at a seven hundred and fifty-eight million dollar uh, market cap. It's crazy out there. Um, Ronin, which I was uh, and still am very big on, um, is almost at a half a billion dollar 
uh, market cap. Yeah, so everything's pumped really hard. I had a friend ask me like, hey, I'm trying to get in. What are you trying to get in? It's hard for me right yeah. after like my bags and that stuff that I didn't even own has pumped so much to be like, now's now's the time to get in, right? Because um, I'd probably take a page from like Easy's book uh, where he says this is by the dip season, right? Where if you're trying to get into some of these projects, um, for example, uh, uh, Prime, which I've been holding since since $2, um, from August, um, it, uh, it went down to seven bucks and then back up to eight, right? So like buying at seven, you got a much better entry than if you FOMO'd when it was at eight eighty, right? Um, uh, me personally, I'm trying to be very selective with what I buy into. There's a lot of awesome stuff going on, but one of my biggest problems in 2021 was just over trading, right? And over trading is also a symptom of you not having a lot of conviction in your bags. And it's impossible to have like really strong conviction in like 20 things, right? So like there's a lot of different things pumping, right? But like I made my biggest bet of the year into Ronin uh, early November around 60 cents. It, it My bag is now bigger than my ETH bag to put it into perspective. Um, yeah. And the thing is, is with that, I spent time to develop the conviction because if I didn't have conviction, I would have sold it for a two X and I would have missed out on yeah. a bunch of gains. Right. And all, or also I'd be selling it right now versus like me having strong conviction. I'm like, Hey, it could go up or down, but I think this is one of like the strongest game publisher plays out there. So if we're really talking about in the next year or two, having like a historic gaming bull run, this thing's probably going to go to a couple billion dollars potentially. So I'll keep, I'll keep holding it here. The only other play that I've made, so I I, I bought Prime in August. Um, I bought uh, uh, Ronin in November. I did buy some Genesis Wild Passes, but like a half ETH, and they've like three or four X. So that was a nice NFT, but it wasn't a size at all. Um, the recently I bought uh, Topia. Uh, Topia Hytopia is the rebranded NFT worlds. Yeah. Um, the token or the NFT. I bought, uh, I wish I bought the NFT, uh, cause that thing like 2X, I bought the token Topia, a uh, big warning, beep, beep, beep. You won't, if you like, I like to find stuff on the gaming section in coin gecko. Topia is not in there. Their old token NFT world is, and I bought it and there's no liquidity left in it. So I took about a 10% ding on slippage. And then I swapped to the Topia token. Basically I'm down 15% of my entry, like out of the gate. I was like, that's a, that was a fucking oopsie. So make sure you buy the Topia token if you like this not the uh and i'm still developing my conviction here but i think the reason why i liked topia is i'm looking for um when there's there's two things you can do right you you either can bet on network plays right so like easy's in three lol right like that's like a network platform play ronin's a platform play right like beams a platform play magic treasure ecosystem that's a platform play or you can bet on like singular games so that's shrapnel that's big time that's prime right Singular games, you can probably get more like higher ROI, but you also have higher uh, risk because it's all dependent on one thing versus these platforms. They got eight games on them. One of them pops off. You're going to you know get the upside there. Um, but I bought Topia just because I, I, I feel like if you look at a lot of the things out there, like you want to find the things that can fit into their own little like sector. So like for me, like Topia, it's a platform <laughs> yeah, okay. and like gameplay. And I think that the interesting thing is, is that they're like, <coughs> they're attacking like a market in a play that's not like, they're not trying to compete with Shrapnel to be a first person shooter. They're not trying to compete with big time. 
being an MMO, right? They're not, they're not in a clogs lane. They're basically saying we're trying to build like a Minecraft, build your own world kind of experience, but in web three and now instead of being on Minecraft, it's their own game engine, which they built, which is pretty impressive. It's not my highest conviction play because I just haven't done (laughs) research in it, but I did buy it like three days ago. So Nick, go ahead. Hold on. Kick just said, I'm developing my conviction on this. Like, yeah. Like, what, what does that even mean? Like, either you have conviction because you, you went from saying the one thing you got to do is make sure that you have, that you bet on the things that you have conviction in and just stick in those things. And then you're like, so I started buying this other thing. I'm still in the process of developing my conviction. Well, what, I, what I meant is on the level of conviction. I have conviction in it, else I wouldn't have bought it. I didn't buy it because someone's like on Twitter, buy Topia, right? Or whatever like that. Like, I was doing research. I was looking out of the coins. I'm like, what's an interesting opportunity? And I hopped on Topia and I started doing my research again. I owned them back in the day. And I'm like, oh, I like this. But what I'm trying to say is like, I don't have the conviction level on them yet that I have a, of like Ronin, right? Like if it's a scale of conviction, like Ronin's super high conviction for me. And uh, Topia is on my, you know, conviction flat. Yeah, yeah developing kicks. conviction hasn't pumped yet. Yeah, that's facts. Don't don't let Nick discourage. See, this is exactly why I told no Nick today is because he likes to just come in here and and we you know we had a good thing going. Uh, real quick, you, you know, yeah, Clemente, you got you got to check people coming in putting putting different tokens on that I've never that we've never heard of just to make sure. And, and you clarify. literally interviewed this guy. You interviewed ArcDev in early 2020. Oh, it's ArcDev. Fuck yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah, he, he they rebranded NFT World after the Minecraft thing. They, they they now they're developing their own Minecraft clone and they rebranded from NFT world to Topia. Um, yeah. So like, uh, but in terms of like the conviction thing, I, I, it, it's one third the bet I put on Ronin in November. Right. So it's obviously not like, you know, risk reward, the same kind of thing I'm looking at. Got it. Well, it makes perfect sense. Uh, Kicks, what you, you identified one of the things I've struggled with and I'm dealing with a bear market PTSD is that I had conviction in a lot of NFTs that I bought in the early 2022 uh, NFT bull run that yeah. I lost a significant amount of capital on. And I haven't yeah. really had a high conviction play other than Ethereum, which we've, I mean, that hasn't done terribly at all. But like, uh, yeah. like I, I haven't even done that sort of research, which I should have been doing, but it's something I'm still dealing with having no, con- I had conviction on something and then it went down Broke your heart. Twenty uh, percent. I was like, "Oh, I need to sell this Sugar Town Auras." I bought yeah. these at point two, point one eight. They went down to point one five. I. Beanie, thanks them. you for the discount. Easy. Did I ask you to chime in here? We're not. <laughs> That's strike two. Dude. I hold two Sugar Town Auras since mint, dude. Like I'm a big. I'm a big. I I saw you sold, and I was sitting there like I might I might deploy some ETH. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing, Clemente. <laughs> First of all, the guys that maybe NFTs aren't for you, Clemente. I mean, there's a reason why I'm focusing more on tokens than than NFTs because um, I'm working on the game studio most of the time. I need stuff that I can sit in and not like really work. Like the volatility on NFT charts can can really make your stomach churn. Like you're like up 100%, down 80%, then you're up 200, 300%. Like you got to be tapped in and, and, and glued in. But I'm the same way, dude. Like in terms of like, it's it's been hard this year for me to like rebuild that that like, okay, I want to get this and hold this. For the past year, it's kind of been like, take a 2X and run for the hills, right? I also love that you had conviction in ETH. 
I think that's great. I think ETH will do well. I love that you're selling it all before the end of the year to realize some end of year capital gains. Oh, yeah. That's always smart. Um, you know, instead of waiting until January. No, I'm kidding. Um, but dude, I, I feel you. I honestly like what you're saying. And I think a lot of people out there, Clemente, when we were talking about like how do other people get off the sidelines, that's one of the big things is like, is, is kind of like shedding some of the pain from the bear market, right? And being, think about how many people bought Solana at $8 and they sold it at 16, I bet. Yeah. Because they were, they were like conditioned by the bear market. They're like, oh my God, I got a 2X, like I'm ready to go. It's really hard to time the bottom, not just on buying it, but then on like a conviction flip that like, I'm going to hold this thing to $60. Uh, you know, very few people, easy was doing it, but very few people out there actually were like doing that. So I, th I think the big thing is, is like, try not to over trade and try not to go off of consensus Twitter. Like yeah. the one reason why I wouldn't buy Ron Ronin right now is because everybody's talking about it on Twitter. Everybody's like, Ronan, it's the next, it's the play, it's the play, it's the play. And I agree with them. But once again, that means all eyes are on it, right? Whereas it it's would be better. Trade. It's a crowded trade. It'd be better That's if you're I look developing at like a blur. Or else. Yeah. That's like, where, Kicks, you posted it the other day. When stuff goes quiet is when you should be looking at it. No one's talking yeah. about blur farming anymore for season three. Yeah. Like buying and staking blur right now. I'm like, I might do this again and re-up the yeah. bag and play yeah. that same exact trade I just did going into March, I think, or what it is, May. Because right now everyone's out of it. Like, I think Kicks is spot on. It's consensus trades that you almost want to just be like, listen, I kind of want to just wait. And as soon as no one wants to talk about it anymore, now I want to talk about it. Like, Hytopia, I would not touch Hytopia with a 20-foot bull because everyone's talking about it now. It's the <laughs> NFT worlds or Hytopia worlds giga pumped after 35 got swept. Token ran. The move is to buy it when no one's talking about it. And to be honest, yeah. like Arc Dev never went anywhere. So it's basically like the last eight months would have been a good time to just keep tabs on it. 100%. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, you mentioned, I want to talk about this conviction aspect of it. Kicks, recently I've been increasing my conviction in Solana. It's pretty much the first time I've done real research on something uh, in the last few months. And yeah. I've listened to a lot, listened to that Anatoly interview recently. I'm still learning their names. So for me, research takes its different forms, but I've been trying to get off Twitter to do research um, and try to build my own thesis, which has been a challenge, but I'm working it. on it. You have, you tweeted out, I believe a, a, about a month and a half ago that your target sell price, correct me if I'm wrong, was $75. A, does that still stand? And B, I'm curious why you have less Solana, um, conviction than the rest of the show because the show has been pretty bullish on solana for the last month month and a half even though easy's been historically very bullish but I'll, I'll let you take it from here yeah i mean i'm definitely not bullish on it it's the sixth biggest fucking token in the world you know what i mean right and that's what and that's why i'm saying like if this thing gets to 70 80 dollars without other things moving then solana is now above uh bnb it's the it's the third biggest token in the world if you take tether out of it i had to be right behind bitcoin and ether and i think that's great and could it keep and it could it keep running from there like a hundred percent right um it could go all the way back up to all-time highs i'm not i'm not trying to fight like fade it by any means but when you look at like the where it's been at eight dollars going to essentially 80 a 10x off the bottom if you're a trader mindset mm. not a, not a bad spot to to sell if you bought in the 20 or the $10 range. Can it go to 240 from there? Fuck yeah, dude. Um, but once again, like everybody has to have their own levels of conviction. Easy's always going to have a stronger level of conviction in Solana 
than I will because Easy built his Web3 crypto career on Solana. He understands the Solana space better than pretty much anybody else in the world, right? So like he's going to have a level of conviction that's going to be way higher uh, than me and rightfully so because he's been in the game and he's done his research and stuff like that. So I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't take my Solana price as a good time for anyone to sell. Please don't, don't follow me on that. That like follow easy on that. Like easy is going to be it's the also guy. Just like your trading strategy is different than other people's is the big thing. Yeah, exactly. Like you, yeah, you can easily relocate. You're selling board apes and seven ETH and then, and then wonder what, like, why, why are you doing that? Going well, 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 I mean, but that, but that actually, what you're saying is kind of leading to my point, meaning that like when it's at $80, it's a top three coin. You're no longer buying a board API club at one ETH and riding it up to 120. You're buying Just a board. If ETH. it hits 80, like you got to look at it from this perspective. If it hits 80, other coins are also going to rally. Like it probably exactly. still sits top five, six. It won't jump three with that market cap because the rest of the market's going to rally too. But I do think like I've I've said it publicly many times. Like once Soul breaks a hundred is where I stop DCAing daily. Like that is my price target where now I'm comfortable with how much I've DCA'd and how much I hold. That I'm gonna let that trade keep playing out, but my funds will be allocated to other things that I think are lagging. Like that's where I'm like, I have targets in mind where I'm like, move that allocation that I'm still, I've been, I'm still DCAing. I still get yeah. the alerts every single day. I DCA three tokens every single day, and that'll shift as soon as they hit the price targets where I stop DCAing. But the potential upside is still there. I'm like, these are going higher, but I'm comfortable with how much I've put into it. So yeah. real quick, uh, when you talk price targets, easy, is that basically just you're doing TA? How do you establish a price target or when something is under under or oversold compared to other tokens? Because it sounds like kicks. What you're saying is Solana, the upside of it relative to other tokens has significantly decreased basically since it's done a three or four X in the last couple of months. Yeah, well, Solana, if Solana is, goes above $50 billion, I'd rather sell my Solana, not to leave the Solana ecosystem, but uh, take that and, and put it into like gaming plays on Solana or other opportunities on Solana. The easiest point, if Solana is 50, $100 billion, then the, the underlying stuff on that ecosystem is going to be a higher, you know, beta, beta play. I don't even think I'll sell it. At, it's not even a big bag for me. I don't know. I was feeling loose that day and I said I don't want it to just. You know, put a price target out there. I don't even know what I was thinking. I mean, feeling I feel frisky. Feel yeah. frisky. Uh, uh, yeah. He's like, the thing is, I don't even know how to bridge it out of Solana, you know? So I'm just going to, what am I going to do? Sit in USDC over there? Uh, you know, who, who does I'll, that? A, a bonk. Uh, Nick, go ahead. So the thing I was going to say is where, where Kix's play is, is slightly flawed. I'm saying just hold the Solana. I'm not saying that it's going to overtake Bitcoin. The reality is, is the target on Bitcoin is something like, at least in my mind for this bull run, is 250000 And if it goes up 5x, then Solana can appreciate significantly more uh, and, re and retain its position. It could, it, could, it could remain the fifth coin, essentially, at that, at that point in time. So that's why, like, the, the, the real thing is you need exposures at different tiers. The stuff that you're talking about, I think you should have a bag for some of the higher risk, uh, higher upside returns. Except, like I have Pepe, for example, or I have Dogecoin, or I think there's an opportunity for uh, other meme coins and new NFTs that end up like uh, gaining the attention of the market uh, over the next 
year or two. But like, obviously, that's that's going to be the place. So I think having capital prepared to go into those things, but you should probably know how much you're willing to bet on those smaller things rather than necessarily rotate out mid bull run cycle, because that's that's where I'm just like, you're, you're, the biggest risk is that you put good money after bad. And essentially what you need is just your target price on your entry and your target price on your exit. And I appreciate that you at least have a target price on that. I just think you're underestimating like wh- where this can go. And Solana, you're missing 80% of the upside here. Well, I mean, I agree with you. It, like what you're basically, we're on the same page. What you're saying is, is the farther you go down, the higher risk, but the higher reward you can get on these things. So you just said, if Bitcoin does a 5X from here, you think Solana is going to do a 10X from here. That's exactly why instead of buying Solana, I'm going to buy the Stepan of Solana and get 100X, or I'm going to hold my Ronin, which if Bitcoin goes to uh, multiple trillion dollars, I think Ronin will probably be worth five to 10 billion. Mm. You know, So I'm with you on that for sure. Um, but like, I don't own... Like I, ETH is the biggest major that I own, and you and you could say it'd be better to have it in Solana, and I mean that's uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you, but like ETH is the biggest bag I own. I own some Bitcoin, but like I'm really focused on gaming, and so the gaming stuff is where I'm going to take the biggest shots um, and like put most of my positions in. I think. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Bunny. I because I think this is what I like about uh, this discussion is that it's clear that. Both Easy Nick and Kicks have different trading strategies, which is interesting. And and Bunny, as our senior DGEN correspondent, I'm curious what you make of this discussion. If you have anything you have high conviction on outside of board apes, and and kind of if you the want to, is, I, I saw one of the commenters say is like conviction is when you when you're bullish, like regardless of price. I would love for you to try to be bullish on something that's literally at zero dollars, right? Like <laughs> the conviction is just out the window at that point. And like easy and kicks are going on about like research. Dude, who, like what, what are you guys doing, dude? We're in the library, dude, that's, reading like old books, the library, renting books about crypto. It's just like, Honestly, you just blind ape into the dumbest thing you see in the space. <laughs> this is the peak left curve versus right curve argument because, like, I'll sit here and literally read documents on AVAX subnets to build my thesis. You guys are like monologuing about research. Goblin Town went to 10 ETH. It was a bunch of like idiots. I'm so mad about Goblin bro. Right. So, like, what are we talking about? Bunny, I was in a cab with Nick, Goblin Town at 0.6. I looked him dead in the face and said, These are going to fucking run. Because it was people in spaces going, Gary P. And I was like, that's this is good, the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Good goblin voice. Yeah, because I listened to it for literally six hours one night. See? And some, the top comment was, the top comment was some guy who said, I'm laying in bed next to my wife. She's dead asleep. And I'm yelling, Gary P. And she hasn't woken up yet. Am I getting divorced? I was like, bro, this is the greatest thing to ever happen in crypto. And we were at uh, VCon. And I was like, they're, they're going to fucking run. These, this, it makes too much sense. So here we go again. Easy with the, the hindsight yeah, alpha. Exactly. Another, <laughs> another <laughs> no, I mean, no one bought it. No one bought it. But sometimes it's good to remember the good I times. Did. You did, but I think you bought the top. He bought, bought it. Like it. I bought it late sold in the it at like 7.4. I think he actually like threaded a needle there. Guys never made a bad trade. <laughs> I make terrible trades all the time. We both. Uh, to, to Buddy's point, it is right. Like, here's the thing is, it's like the, the research or like if you're trying to make a crypto meme, like the research or will always get out traded by like the far left curve. Like, uh, this is funny. So I bought it, guy. I mean, that's just how it works. But also like 
yeah, you have to know what you can be naturally good at. Like there's some people that you're not going to be a left curver. You have to be a right curver. Just don't be a middle curve forever, right? But like some people can go bat on the left side. Some people can bat on the right side. You got to figure out, you know, what's going to work best for you. That's the biggest thing where people slip up is whatever they like in the space isn't hot and isn't pumping. And so they try to 180 and become good at something that they're just not good at. And then they get wrecked over there. And then that messes up their mentality. And then when the thing that they are good at starts pumping, their fucking mentality is all messed up. And they're just like, you know, they're like, oh, well, why, why does, why does my life suck? You know? So just to summarize, you, you would say that I've been mid curving everything for the last about 30 to 45 days. Well, yeah. Consensus no, trading is literally like this second. You're still mid curving. Like Easy. I was asking kicks. <laughs> yeah, we look alike, so it's like it's fun. I thought when you were looking around for like NFT opportunities a couple of months ago, I liked a lot of the things that you were like looking at, looking at, like when you were looking at pudgies and when you were early on sugar, like when you were looking at these like micro cap NFTs that had upside. Yeah. I think that's when at least me watching you from Twitter, right? I thought you were like most aligned with your game. And here's the thing, right now, right? Like gaming is pumping. Solana DeFi stuff is pumping. Some NFTs are pumping. Really, a lot of NFTs aren't pumping, right? So, like, if you're a, a real NFT person, now would now is probably the time when, once again, everybody's looking somewhere else. Zig while they zag. Like, why don't like look for some good undervalued micro cap NFTs that could pump? You know, that's not a bad move. Speaking of conviction, uh, pudgy penguins, which had dumped after touching. 10 ETH, these things bottomed. Uh, basically, they, they, they topped when Nick bottomed. They bottomed at 8 ETH today. I've seen a nice little 9% rally during the show. They're up to 9. So uh, shout out to the Pudgy Penguins. Uh, real quick, uh, Kicks, I want to talk about ordinals. Jeez, the PO's computer is a disaster. Uh, Kicks, I want to talk about ordinals. Uh, you mentioned Bitcoin frogs have been just Am I lagging? Am I good? Yeah, no, I, I was just good. laughing. So I was thinking like P.O.'s probably never restarted that computer since he bought it. Like not even once. It's probably just dude, always been on. This thing is just, what the hell's Overheat. going on here, dude? The I don't cash know. cash is crazy. Anyways, <laughs> dude. All right. No, I'm going to, let's stay on track here. Uh, Kicks, I want to talk about ordinals and Bitcoin frogs. You noted this. Uh, you own one, A, and B, these things got to a 0.17 BTC floor price last week, an all-time high, which in ETH is 3.3 ETH. That's flipping D-gods. I'm curious, A, what you think of Bitcoin frogs and what their bull versus bear case here is from here, uh, and what you make of ordinals as a whole, especially with some upcoming mint that I want to cover with, with Easy in a bit. Yeah. Um, but slight correction. I own Bitcoin totes, which no one's ever heard of. They're worth about the same though. So it's easy to mix them up. My buddy owns Bitcoin frogs though. Um, but yeah, that's probably Bitcoin pro, uh, frogs is probably like the most popular 10 K collection right now. Right. So, uh, definitely not saying it could be like the board API club, but like when you started out early on, there was cool cats was like a cool 10 K collection early on in the NFT bull run. Right. Even if it's not the board API club. Cool cat still pumped really hard. I just think more the space as a whole on ordinals is super interesting. One is I think the most successful things are always point, points of tension. A lot of people that have been in the space for a while on the east side thought NFTs were the stupidest thing ever. And they were so mad when an M NFT mint was happening that made gas go through the roof because it's destroying what he's supposed to be about. Yada, yada, yada. Exact same things happening on ordinals, except even to a more extreme point. 
where there's like a Bitcoin core developer that's literally trying to ban ordinals. Like, can you get a, a bigger point of tension than like some people in the Bitcoin community hate this thing so much they want to literally ban it? I've never seen a bigger point of tension in my life in, in crypto. So I think that uh, ordinals is something where I would buy it. I, I would research and I would get into it when it's not hot, right? But just when yeah. you think about like Solana, ETH, Bitcoin, top three blockchains out there just by market cap. You can't dispute that. Solana, massive NFT ecosystem. ETH, massive NFT ecosystem. And now you have Bitcoin growing its uh, its NFT ecosystem. And I just think that it's, it's that's that's a consent, that's like a middle curve fade is that like the, the thing that would piss off the most amount of ETH uh, NFT holders uh, and like, you know, people that made a lot of money last cycle would be ordinals being the biggest fucking NFT run that you've ever fucking seen in your life. And eventually they start convincing Bitcoin whales that it like they start buying into it. And if you think ETH people are rich, there's some people out there in Bitcoin that will like dwarf these guys in size that would buy a buy an ordinal for $10 million and they wouldn't even like see a, a blip on their net worth. Uh, you know what I mean? So I think that I think the setup is there in February. The technology was not there at all. There's still some work in terms of the technology. We're we're coming on a year of people developing. It's getting much better. I'm not saying go buy ordinals and buy anything whatsoever. Like the ecosystem is still being like developed. And I do think the things that are like great on there, they're probably going to be more like ordinal maxi business, right? Than like an ETH traditional 10K, right? There's it. It's going to be just a different vibe, different kind of style thing. I I didn't buy any OMBs. That was an amazing trade. And I think that uh, the, that kind of, those people that hold those, right? Don't follow me to find out what ordinals to buy. Follow the people with the uh, the the sketchy pencil sketch. Really? Yeah. The, those people are going to know, uh, be tapped into the ordinal market space. But I just think going into 2024, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, do we keep just going up only? Is this a proper bull run? Or do we top out in February then have six months of depression before we go off again? I don't know. But one thing that I do know is I think keeping tabs on ordinals, understanding it, and and like trying to trying to get positioned so that you can attack ordinals if it does end up popping off is a smart move. So for example, I have a decent amount of Bitcoin loaded up on a on a wallet that can trade ordinals on Magic Eden, right? Um, but here's the thing, dude. Remember when I faded BRC20s? I was like, this is like trading commodities in Chicago in the 80s, right? Once again, if I hate something, I can guarantee you it's going to be the biggest fucking thing in crypto. I hated BRC20s because it made no sense to me. Why are you putting ERC20s inside a token, uh, inside of NFTs, essentially? Made no sense. Guess what? I'm scrolling last week, the, the top 50 or the top 100 on CoinGecko. Ordi, Ordi's a billion dollar fucking market cap, dude. It's a BRC20 and it's a billion dollar market cap. It's one of the top coins in the world. If you put a dollar into it, it was worth $50,000. A dollar into it. $50,000. Yeah. That's absolutely wild. Uh, easy. We have two upcoming uh, ordinals, Mints, that I've seen being talked about recently. The first is uh, Bitcoin Ninjas, right? Or or uh, how the, the Ninjas, the Pizza Ninjas uh, by Trevor. Uh, and the node monks, no mo node monkeys. Can you tell me a little bit about those two and, and what we need to know about them? Yeah, Trevor Owens' project with the Crypto Ninjas or Ninja Alerts, really interesting project. I think the website 
absolutely slaps. They have like full color theory on it. Uh, me, Kicks, Bunny, big website guys. You have a good website, we're big all website, in. Guys. It's the most left curve thing you can do. Good website, you care. And Crypto Ninjas have like one of the best websites. Same idea, they did Ninja Pizza Eating. So took a page out of the Taproot Wizards playbook, video style stuff. I was like, this is great. Really gets the community hyped. I think it does well just because TO, I mean, dude, the guy has a two letter Twitter name. You can't fade that. Like that's all you need to know. That's the alpha. Like two letter Twitter names, crazy. But it's also like he's been an OG Bitcoiner, invests in a lot of Bitcoin protocols, stacks, more things. Uh, owns a VC for Bitcoin. It's to me, it's like how do you not back that person? Node Monkeys supposedly the first 10k collection on Bitcoin. No, I'm T. the o. first. <laughs> well, To actually went at them and said, no, the first 10k collection on Bitcoin is sub 10k inscriptions, and everyone's like, damn, okay. <laughs> Damn. But then Node Monkeys yelled at me because I said I was going to flip them and they said that I would be punished. They said that they found my IP and that I would die. So kudos to them. Like a little scary, a little intimidating. I kind of believe it. Um, Kind of believe it because those Bitcoin guys are a little bit crazy. But people saying, dude, Node Monkey supposedly, well, they've done a bunch of changes now where it was whitelist and not whitelist and whitelist again. Now it's a public mint, was a free mint. Now there's a cost. So it's a moving, moving goalpost, as they say. But People have been supposedly buying allow list for it before this for like half a Bitcoin, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.4. Yeah. So this thing's going to cook. Dollars. Yeah, I think it, this thing's just absolutely going to cook. Uh, you have 0% chance of minting it, in my opinion, like unless your bags are stupid big. I'm not participating in it. Probably well, not I, participating. And I can in it because, dude, they've been marketing this thing as a free mint for months and they finally get all this hype and they're like, you know what? It's actually going to be a $500 mint price. It was and something with like and charity and like they're donating the money. They're not even keeping the money, which is like they're donating it to a, a random organization that they actually are affiliated with is again. I don't, I don't know anything about them. I'm just guessing here. I, I really enjoyed the charity meta in uh, like late 2021 where all these people are like, you're like minting like, like uh like uh whale poker dudes. And they're like, we're donating 10% to like, Ethiopian well, you know, manufacturing. And I'm just like, I, yeah, I guess maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to enter the uh, the charity meta again. Uh, real quick. Uh, so easy with the these ordinal mints. We haven't really seen a big mint on ordinals at all, basically since OMB, maybe that uh, on-chain monkey mint that happened, but that was very small. Uh, a, do you expect that to be a profitable mint? for a lot of those people? And could that bring more liquidity to some of the existing uh, ordinals collections that we're seeing? Uh, uh, that's a tough question, to be honest. You know, that's a tough thing to figure out. Maybe, maybe. I really don't know. I'm not, dude, to be really honest, I'm not great with ordinals, like at all. I wish I was, but I'm just not. It's like a tough space. I haven't been able to monitor it as aggressively as like I want to, to be yeah. really transparent with it. Um, and for me, I'm like, these projects don't make a lot of sense to me. I don't. I just don't get them. I don't know what causes them to run. I don't know what causes them to get this price action evaluations, but they do it every time. They keep doing it more and more. And sadly, I miss them. I miss the boat constantly. Yeah, I. They're hard for me to figure out as well. And and I've been uh, getting the Ordinals community had turned me into a copy pasta about a couple of months ago, and <laughs> and uh, that wasn't pleasant. I'm still trying to get over that that trauma I experienced. Uh, just to finish the show here at Kicks as we're wrapping up. I Dude, wanna oh, hold on. What happened to OXBT? Remember when that was hot? The 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 first BRC twenty? 
no one, nothing happened with that. Instead, we all just lost money. But, like this whole place is just a damn scam. All those Bitcoiners <laughs> just posting nonsense, trying to get you to buy some rare pep, uh, rare sat. Well, if you if you had not bought that one and you had bought Ordy and you put a thousand dollars in it, it would be worth like five million. You bought the wrong one. Classic. It, it happens. Oh it happens. Nick. But uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't remember Easy telling you to put your all of your life savings into Ordy? I do. I do. <laughs> no, I told him to buy OXBT. Which I was can't kidding. win them all. I told him to buy OXBT. I'm Rick Star, Rick Star saying Easy will say he called Ordinals. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap, can you just share the tweet I sent in the private chat? I just want the world to see my thesis on this. Uh, I will share that at the end of the show. Uh, before we wrap, very quickly, Kicks, what do you make of the recent run in Solana NFTs? Are you involved in that at all? We've talked a lot about them, but I'm curious for you as someone that's been a little bit more on the outside, um, what you make of Mad Lads absolutely ripping their over 220 soul and the other activity that's been going on there? I think that's, I think it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm really not as tapped in <clears throat> as I used to be. I uh easy really got me into uh NFTs on Solana in like early 2022. And I made I, I owned a lot like Tatsumikos, I owned Aurori Project. Looks like that's in the top 10. I'm a Bodagos guy. I got 20 Bodagos. That's it right now. Um, but uh yeah, dude, I think it's I think it's really awesome. Like Clanosaurs, Mad Lads, and I think they're cool projects, to be honest with you. And I think it really embodies like what this next cycle will be for NFTs, which will be cross-chain or omni-chain or whatever you want to talk about it. Like the best traders are going to be the ones that like can make moves on Solana. Then they can go make some moves on ETH and they can go buy an ordinal. That's going to be really hard to do for a lot of people because it's going to be like rewiring your brain a little bit. Uh, and it's something I obviously haven't done yet. Uh, but yeah, one of the guys on our team uh, has owned a mad lad. He's in our uh, Discord, Rye Guy. He's 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 on uh he's on our in, in our gaming studio. He he switched his profile to Mad Lads like I don't know two three months ago. Um, so I mean for the people that are tapped in, there's been some massive wins on Solana. I'm a huge fan of it, and I think that's like that's what you kind of see uh like happen, right? Like liquidity flows through the blockchain, right? Solana goes from eight to sixty, right? And now you have all of that like value that has been like has to roll down, right? And so not only has it rolled down to meme coins in Solana, it's rolled down to the NFTs, it's rolled down to DeFi. Um, so when those things are happening, it's powerful, right? So like Easy talks about AVAX going to $40. If AVAX goes to $40, what's the roll down on that, right? Where does all that money then flow down to uh, next? So I'm a huge fan of it, huge fan of Bodagos. Uh, and I got I got liquid on Solana. I got, I got like... Uh, I'm not going to sell it at 80. I'll take that back. Okay. I tell you, I'm not going to sell it at 80, but I got a good stack. So I'm down to buy some NFTs. But the thing is, man, when I was the best at NFTs, I was tapped in, dude. I was on discord 15 hours a fucking day. I didn't miss a fucking thing. I, I knew the whole space. I knew the price point. Of, literally, I could tell you the price point of like anything on ETH, any of the top hundred projects. I could get you a tight price point within 10%. That's how tapped in I was when I was great at it. And I just can't be that tapped in anymore, uh, like working on, at the gaming studio. And so I feel like I'm exit liquidity. If I try to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to you guys. Really, honestly, like when Easy's like, dude, or Bunny's like, dude, this is a hot new thing. I'll jump in and I'll just copy trade people for NFTs. I think that's 
that that's the play for me. But dude, I'm I'm stoked for Solana popping up. I think the coolest fucking thing is uh in in Vitalik even said it. He was like the like this is kind of those this is like the ETH down by 90% moment, right? This is where like the true believers in Solana, like huddled together and said, like, we're not fucking giving up, dude. Like, you know, you're down by 21 in the fourth quarter and the coach huddles you up and it's like, we can fucking quit now or we can go to $60 and then we can go to 240 and then we can go to 2400 then we can go to 24000 You know what I mean? And that's what those people did. So shout out to the fucking community. I think it's legendary that Bodongo's minted like the day after uh, people started delisting Solana. Like, what's more legendary than that than instead of being like, oh, we got to pivot away. We're going to go launch this other blockchain. Like, no, we're minting here. And guess what? You get to reap the rewards. So um, shout out to the Solana community for sure, dude. Easy's definitely the soul king, man. I mean, that dude literally, he threw up a spaces when it went to $8. He rallied the fucking troops, dude. Yeah, he's the- Solana soldiers, baby. Solana, yeah, he's no bit boy. I will say that. Who is the, the Solana soldier. Um I will pull up very quickly before we wrap. This has been a great show. I, I learned a lot. Uh, so I appreciate you guys for, for sharing and answering some of the questions I had. Uh, Easy's tweet was, uh, hold on, this is the wrong one. Easy's tweet was, every person needs to find their counter trade follows the person that they, the person that never hits the ones that always miss the ones that you know when they sell when you, the ones that, Easy, you got to work on your grammar, dude. Essentially, the they're you like, know when found they sell, your- you buy, and when they buy, you sell. <laughs> This that person for me, that was tough to read, what but it makes hell? sense. Easy, makes I got that was sense. like a, a Chinese cookie riddle. What are those things called? Exactly. Yeah. A Chinese cookie Wait, riddle. Wait, can, can you summarize what the point was? Because I got none of that. Yeah. It the was point a, was, is like find a top signal, essentially. Find or someone that you do the opposite of. And he said that that person was me, which uh, I'm going to have to take this up with. <laughs> I didn't money. read the second part. <laughs> so the person for me is. This is, dude, I've been getting just destroyed during today's show. This Let's crazy. be honest. You had a great entry on Little Pudgy. Like a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I got in a point three. You, you, the first half of the trade you nailed. Second half, the selling part, you know. Yeah. Work. There's two buttons. You click one button like a boss, man. You, just, you fucked I up do. another button. Click I do. Cli- the first button, I'm a freaking stud, dude. Sharp, the, dude. the sell. I don't know. I managed to lose point two five ETH on little pudgies, which is just well, an dude, absurd. Uh, Nick, Nick, you also, you, you got to know what type of trader you are, right? Cause like, for example, Nick, Nick's not like a buy a lot of things kind of trader. Like everyone will make fun of Nick. He'll like buy this, lose point two, buy this, lose point two. And then he'll literally bottom tick uh, crypto punks and make like 70 grand on one trade. Right. So like you got it. You, you also got to know kind of where you're like, what your kind of lane is, you know? Um, well, he made, dude, he made like a three X on mad lads. Uh, you, one, one thing I can guarantee in the next NFT bull run, Nick will, uh, Nick will like make 99% less trades than the top traders. And he'll make the exact same amount of money as him. That's what happened with me and him is literally like, he just bought like, a a, a like enough board ape yacht clubs. And then like some, a couple other things on the way up. And I traded like three, a hundred X the amount of trades we made. We made the exact same amount of money at the end of the day, the exact same amount of money. So once again, and guess what? He lived a lot, probably healthier life. He probably mm-hmm. had a healthier life because he wasn't glued into flipping I mean, 0.01 to 0.25s, you know? 
I don't know that my life. Well, yeah, at that point, based on your behavior at that point, I will say I lived a healthier life. Yeah, but yeah, it's all relative. Like you to a normal person, you were unhealthy, but me was below you. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The the last thing though is I I do want to have a bag. I, I do think being prepared for that uh, that trade, which is uh, uh, the next Pepe, the next whatever uh, BR. C20 token thing that that uh, pops off. I think, you know, staying ready and having some amount of capital uh, prepared for that. The question that I have is, is uh, like, are we currently at January 2021 in the cycle? Or are we still further? Are we still in uh, uh, mid-2020? Yeah, you're muted, Kicks. It's a great fucking question, dude. I think about it every day. I got no fucking clue. I do I do know that if I sell too early, I'm gonna fucking hate myself. So I think I'd rather lose money. Well, I'm not selling early, but the the bigger question is is when do you deploy that capital? Cause basically over trading is gonna get you chopped and you're gonna lose a bunch. And everyone there's gonna be so many opportunities that pop up over the next twelve to twenty-four months. I'm I'm gonna say uh at least 12 months that uh, it's going to be easy for you to suddenly shift your capital over. Like I've spent Solana on a couple of NFT projects. I haven't done that in a significant amount, but I mean, buying the mad lab for a few thousand dollars at that moment felt like uh, a lot. And the sort of play that I have at this point is I'm like, last time I fully invested, I put in 30 grand and ended up with like, a significant amount. And, uh, although all that being said, now I'm at like, uh, well, anyways, I, I, I want to post about that, but the bottom line is having the, the capital ready and then being able to just ease in and, and get like, uh, the right trade. You can end up doing very, very well with a small amount. Definitely. And NFTs, like usually they're the act like percent return you can get is better than even tokens just because of the supply constraint. If I was to pull like something out of my head, I think someone said it feels like we're more like mid 2020. That kind of feels right to me, which would, you know, put like the big, uh, big NFT run in like the summer of next year. Uh, but I'm, I'm really this cycle. I'm really trying not to call tops. Cause uh, I did it. Like I called like eight out of the two tops in the last bull run. And like the six that I overcalled, I, uh, Old things that I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I, I, I'd probably be retired now, you know, if I had hold them. So, you know, and here you are, you're, you're, you're stuck with us. Uh, well, I like it. The, the only thing I was looking at, we can talk about this at another time, is that weekly volume is looking very interesting compared to last year, where it was literally at this point last year, we started seeing that uptick in weekly volume. And then yeah, we started. Chart up so, yeah, here's what I was sharing is uh, basically last year, we saw that first week of December. We saw like a 50% increase in weekly yeah. volume. And, and it was, blur. yeah, well, it was mostly open sea as well, but you can see how it started ramping up for that entire month of December, January also ramping up. And then uh, February was that, that big month that we saw a huge run. And look at that weekly volume here as well, where it basically bottomed in September. Um, so it's looking very interesting. It is. Um, well, anyways, that's going to be our show for today, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let us know if you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe and like on YouTube. 
Uh, we got some cool stuff we're going to be rolling out there that we're really excited about. And uh, give us a follow as well as all of our panelists on Twitter. Uh, check out that pinned tweet. And we will see you all at 9 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow morning with another.